Hi there, I'm Eric Woodweaver Shervin, Gothi of the Ridgar Folk here in East Texas. I'd like to welcome you to Raving Raven Reviews. This is a show where I go on and I talk about different media, different movies, books, video games, anime, whatever it is that strikes my fancy and uh, that I have come across and want to talk to you guys about. Uh, largely uh, reviewing them from a heathen standpoint, well, from this heathen's standpoint, and uh, to look at different heathen elements that I see in there and kind of call them to the atten to everybody's attention. Uh, some of them are going to be things that are ostensibly Viking and should be heathen and just turn out to be not. I'll warn you guys that it's kind of not. Uh, and then, of course, some of it's going to be stuff that you would not expect, uh, but turns out to be absolutely fantastic and there's heathen elements where you would least expect it. I've got a few of those. Today's is one of those. Now I am excited to get to this because this is one of my all-time favorite movies and so we're going to rush through this next bit. You guys know the deal. Subscribe, ding the bell, contact information is in the description. The more you interact with my videos, the more you will see like my videos in the future. Uh, plus it helps to get my videos out in front of other people. So, boom, there you go. Intro in nothing flat. Let's jump into the movie. All right, this one is called I Remember Mama. I love this movie. I cannot express to you how much I love this movie, and here's why. This movie was filmed in 19, well, it was, it was released in 1948. 1948! It is old school cool. It stars Irene Dunn as the titular mama, uh, Martha Hansen, and then it has Barbara Belgetti's as uh, Catherine, the oldest daughter, who's actually the one the story is based on. So here's, here's the premise on this movie, okay? Uh, it follows the Hansen family as they come over, they've come over from Norway to San Francisco. And uh, there's four kids. There's Catherine, there's Christine, uh, Christina, uh, there is uh, Nels, and there is uh, Dagmar. Sorry, it took me a minute to bring them all to mind. Anyway, I only watch the movie like every year. This is this is a movie I watch every year at Yule. It is a tradition. I have to watch I Remember Mama during Yule. Uh, well, sipping a nice scotch usually and one of my favorite cigars because I take a minute and just immerse myself in at, uh, this movie. Okay, so like I said, the premise of the movie is it follows the Hansen family as they have come over from Norway and set up shop here in San Francisco. The gist is the rest of the family, uh, Martha's sisters and her uncle, Uncle Chris is her uncle, um, and the sister's uncle. Um, so he's a step up in the generations from them. Uh, they've all come over to America to kind of make their way and everything. And uh, they have set up shop and are just living their lives. The whole movie is a slice of life exploration of the day-to-day -day antics and trials and tribulations that this family goes through having immigrated to America. There's some some cultural differences, there's some disconnects there that they have to struggle through. Um, there is, you know, some, some medical things, there's, there's happy, there's sad, there's coming of age, there's all kinds of things that are wrapped up into this. It's based on a book called Mama's Bank Account. And I can't give you the exact date on that because when I looked it up, I got a date for a re-release of the book, I believe, that came out 20 years after the movie was out. Uh, either that or I have this completely flip-flopped and the play actually came first. Um, I get contesting information and there's only so much that I've gone into on this. So, um, the gist is that the story itself is told kind of like a series of vignettes. Um, the there, There's like chunks and chapters and these chapters all center around the family but they're different aspects 
of this like particular adventure for the family. Um, there's one that's centered around a border that comes and stays with them, uh, reads them classic literature. Mr. Hyde, uh, played by Cedric Hardwick. And uh, that's, that's a cool little story. And then there's the part in the hospital, which is quite possibly my second favorite part, because I think my I think the Uncle Chris part is my favorite part. Trying to do all of this without giving you any spoilers, because you need to watch this movie. There's some of these movies I will tell you, you know, this is what's in it. You can see it if you want to, but this is the important part. Uh, some of these movies I will tell you, this is crap, don't watch it, but there are some heathen elements, or this is supposed to have heathen elements, and it doesn't. So, while it's a fun movie, it's useless heathen-wise, so enjoy it for what it is. This is a movie I'm going to tell you, you need to watch this movie whether you're heathen or not. This movie is incredible, and here is why. We're going to get into some of the elements now that I see as so important and so intrinsic to it, the heathen elements. This movie is the embodiment of hearth cult, okay? This movie, of all the things that we talk about, I talk about heathen being a series of relationships, right? It is a relationship with the gods and goddesses, with the sacred, with the divine. There is a relationship with the Vaitir, or the spirit world. Uh, there's a relationship with our ancestors, specifically the ties of your family line, and then there's the relationship with our folk or our families. Uh, that's the immediate folk community around you, the immediate, uh, those those that are part of your life, um, whether they're related to you or not, but that's, that's that tight, and his clan, family, hearth, all of that falls into that. So, this falls squarely into that, you know, that familial support element. And it is incredible. Uh, the, the dynamic in this family, you get to see some really cool things like Mama and her sisters were all born over in uh, Norway. And so was Uncle Chris. And they all immigrated over, but the kids were brought up here in America. And so a lot of them haven't seen the old country. And so they don't have the accent while all of the adults do. And uh, you see that they kind of band together and uh, the Norwegian immigrants kind of all bundle together. Uh, you don't see a whole lot of interaction outside of the kind of Norwegian-American uh, subsect there in San Francisco, but there's not a whole lot of people in the movie other than the main cast anyway. And they all do a fantastic job. And I love to watch the kind of interaction between these old Norwegian customs and the, at the time, more modern San Francisco kind of uh, twist on things. It's not shiny, it's not flashy. This is an old school black and white film that's all about the characters, uh, dark sets for the most part. Most of it takes place inside. Uh, the most complex set I think I saw was a shot where they have multiple things going on inside and a wide shot of the house. Uh, inside the house and that was like the most complex shot. They got a couple of outside shots but that one was like the most complex as far as filmography goes and uh, which was impressive given what they had to work with at the time. So this movie is all about family. It is all about family. It is about putting family first. It is about tradition. It is about keeping the hearth safe. Um, the entire movie opens up with the family gathered around the dinner table and they are passing out. Uh, Mama's sitting down, Daddy's, Papa's brought home his paycheck. Mama's sitting down with the stacks of coins because it's in the 1910s. She's got a stack of coins and these little paper envelopes that she is folding them up into and setting them aside. This one's for the grocer, this one's for shoes, this one's for this, and this one's for that. They're setting out the bills because you didn't. That's how you did the bills back then. 
You sat there and you had your money and you parsed it out. And the entire thing was she would go through and she would look to see if they had enough money and if they did not have enough, if they had enough money and they could cover all the bills and everything was good, she would say, yeah, it's good. We do not have to go to the bank. And that's a deeply meaningful statement when you watch the movie and understand the full, the full side of that. It's about fierce... It, it, it really gets... Okay, there is this misconception that old-school Viking, Norwegian, kind of Scandinavian uh, culture is all about rugged individualism. No, that's America. Uh, no, they were about independence, but they were also about dependence on the family. And watching these little things play out, the family had to be self-sufficient. The family had to take care of itself and not be a burden on the rest of the society around them. But they needed to do for themselves, and so everybody in the family worked together towards this. I mean, this is the embodiment of the Sib, um, which in old heathen thought is, in old, old thought in general, the Sib is the smallest indivisible social structure. It's the immediate... I, somebody got on to me the other day for saying it's the immediate family, the nuclear family. It's not the nuclear family. It is the family what lives together under one roof tree in one household. Uh, guests do not count into that, uh, but that is the sib. It can be grandparents, uncles, and things like that, but it's this, this tight-knit, one roof tree kind of thing, the immediate family right there. Uh, anything you do is as a representation of this. You know? And so that's what this is. Everything they do is it's bound together by the family um different members like uh one wants to go to school and so one will say that they'll pick up some extra shifts babysitting so that there can be money in the till so their sibling can go to school um can go to high school because at the time high wasn't required um you know if there's a little extra money left over then we can get uh, we can get skates for Catherine or for Christine I forget which one gets the skates um, you know there's there's one instance where you know Papa has to make some sacrifices he says he'll give up his pipe tobacco well obviously they got better and he got that back because there's a funny scene with that later on in the movie but it's not major as far as you know spoilers and stuff go please you see these things play out and it's incredible it is beautiful to watch because it's how a well-oiled family um, quote-unquote should function anyway it's when you see the idyllic kind of old-school painting of family this is what you see is working it's wholesome as the day is long this is milk and cookies wholesome people and it's incredible and it's it may not be identifiable for everybody because a lot of people did not come up in a family that was similar to that or, or felt like that but it gives you kind of this image of Kind of the dream as it were and um, i realized that a vast majority majority statistically speaking today had nothing like this as uh, as far as their upbringing goes mine was only like it in certain elements um as far as the tight-knitness of my family and things like that but i know a lot of people these days uh this isn't something that they've experienced so that may be a little bit alien to them but i still say you need to watch it because you need to see it because it helps to ex exemplify why the hearth is so important. Hearth comes first in everything, and that is the entire message of this movie. This entire thing, when you sit down to watch it, the whole message you take home is hearth comes first. Family. And I don't just mean like the big, no, 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 hearth. 
Hearth comes first. We do what we do for the family and we, we support each other and we're there for each other. And then when we can, we're there for the rest of the family. And then when we can, we're there for the rest of the community kind of thing. But Hearth comes first and they nail it. Nail it. The characters are endearing. The story sucks you in. There's laughs. There's drama. There's tears. There's a scene which I cannot talk about with Uncle Chris, but there's a drinking scene, a toasting scene. Um, that plays into a specific plot point later in the movie, and I can't talk about it without giving away spoilers, but uh, there's some incredibly heathen elements to that scene and the way it goes down. Um, it's wonderful. Go watch the movie and then hit me up and tell me that you saw it. And, well, that's so cool. I know, right? So <clears throat> there are scenes with uh, Uncle Chris and his uh, nephew Arne, and uh, Arne is just this little little boy he's nothing but boy he's all a boy loves to run and play and everything and some of the interactions between uncle chris and his nephew arna are just hilarious and endearing there is there's so much here <laughs> there's so much here the sense of integrity within the family the value of what the family means sacrifice to do for each other sacrifice for the greater good of the family um, they just nail it it's beautiful it's wonderful and the movie is incredible I love it I will give it five out of five stars ten out of ten whatever rating system you want this is one of my absolute all-time favorite movies it is slow okay but it's 1948 it's going to be that's the storytelling style Give it time. Let it suck you in. It will. Because the entire thing is told from Catherine's point of view. Catherine aspires to be a writer. And when Catherine goes through and decides what she's going to write on, one of the things that she ends up doing is telling the story from her point of view and kind of how she ends up where she ends up. And I'll let her tell you the rest of the story. But that's an incredible framework for it. It's story within story, obviously. And it is beautifully done. It is well framed. I think it's an RKO production, but I don't remember. Um, it is just wonderfully endearing. Um, so, I mean, I could go through and look at notes and everything all day long, but that's not the point. The point is that there are some extremely strong heathen elements to this movie, and you would not expect it because it's not a heathen movie. Uh, religion doesn't play into the movie at all, actually. Um, it's, it's almost entirely secular. Um, which is nice for what it is, uh, because given that time period, it could very much have gone the other way, especially with the strong presence of Lutheranism within Norwegian immigrants. It's beautiful to see that this is done just in a, this is family and this is what it's about. It's not about this other stuff. It's not about politics. It's not about religion. It's not about any of those things. We're not trying, the message we're trying to give is wholesome, family comes first. None of this subtext, none of this, we're pushing this agenda, we're pushing that agenda. This isn't some political commentary on the ills of the state. None of that. This is pure and it's beautiful. So watch it, give it a watch and let me know what you think. Um, I know it's not going to be as magically moving to everyone as it is to me. It speaks to my soul for some reason. Um, but everybody that I have shown this movie to has gone in going, I don't know if I can watch this, man. It's kind of slow and it's black and white. And I'm like, give it time. 
Give me one watch through. That's all I ask. One watch through. You know, that, that's all I'm asking. One watch through. And they do. And they're sucked in. And by the end of the movie, they're there with me. And it is beautiful. Love it. So give this movie a watch. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, those of you that have seen it, comment down below. Let other people know I'm not crazy and that this movie is the wonderful little heathen gem that it is. Uh, this is a movie you need to watch whether you are heathen or not because family transcends all. Uh, it does. Family, family first. Hearth first. So watch it, see it, and then comment. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you've watched it. Let me know if I have broadened your horizons and introduced another wonderful little gem into your library. Or if you didn't like it, I understand. It's not for everybody. No, I don't understand because this movie is incredible and it's wonderful. So I wouldn't, I, I don't understand. The only way that somebody can not like this movie is if they specifically don't want to like this movie. And uh, uh, this movie is incredible. So anyway, all right, I'm rambling on. Of course, that's the whole point of these. These are more laid back. But thank you guys. Please watch the movie, comment, all that fun stuff, like, all that deals. So hail, thank you, and may your hearth fires burn bright.